Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Phil. And I'm Jane. Welcome to Unhinged and Bumbled Up. The Relatable Dating Podcast. About myself, I think I've learned that I'm a lot more confident now than I've ever been in my life before. Um, I used to be painfully shy, which no one believes, but um, I was for a long time. <laughs> and now I think that, yeah, I'm just, I just don't. I just don't, not I don't care, but I don't care in, you know, in a positive way so much anymore. Hello and welcome to Unhinged and Bumbled Up. I'm Jane, he's Phil, and today we are joined by Clara. So Clara is BBC radio presenter, self-love and confidence coach, and just an all-round amazing person who has taken on the challenge to find someone to date in 80 dates. So on today's episode, Loving Your Body and Yourself, how the dating tour is going, the weird world of dating, dating disasters, into the ick of it, and a special segment where we have set a challenge for Clara. So um, welcome, Clara. Well, I was going to say welcome to myself there. Um, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on today. And first of all, we just want to know um, what made you decide to start your 80 UK date journey? So I have been single for the last two and a half years. And as a result, I uh, obviously we've experienced the lockdown. It's been 18 months of, you know, online dating and video dating Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe going for the occasional walk with someone in a park. Um, And I just felt like I wanted to do things old school and get out there and actually meet people face to face. And I'm not doing that in my everyday life. And it just hasn't been happening. So I thought, you know what? I'm sick of this. If it's not going to come to me, I'm going to go out there and find it. And I've decided that I'm going around the UK in a total of 80 dates. And so far, it has been nothing short of fun and the unexpected. 
I love that. I absolutely love that. I just find that so exciting. You don't know what to expect. And like you say, like sometimes you just get sick of doing the online dating and the swiping. So this is bringing it to a whole new level. Yeah, it really is. It's like, it is quite brutal though, because there's a part at the end of every single date that I do with people where we have to decide whether we'd like to see each other again. And it's been a practice for me, I think, um, as somebody who, you know, is a little bit of a people pleaser or certainly has been at different times in my life to actually say Mm -hmm. hello to people and face the fact that I'm doing that right in their face. Yeah, that's that's been the hardest bit. I mean, I think you've set the world record for the quickest marriage proposal uh, after meeting someone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was less than two minutes, which was pretty good going, to be fair. I thought that was fun, you know, uh, I was, I was, I was impressed by that. But yeah, I mean, it's been there's been some really lovely people that I've met as well, and I think it just restores your kind of faith in humanity. Whether or not I found the love of my life is is yet to be decided. But in terms of finding like really cool people and realizing that there's a lot of really nice people out there, um, yeah, it's been a really fun journey so far. So, so far, you've done the Euro finals, you've done London, you've done Manchester and Brighton. Have you found any differences with the way that people are or the way they date in the different places? I would say, yeah. I think in Manchester, people were way more up for it. Um, in, and I think what we found in London was that, I mean, the Euro 2020 finals was just carnage, I'm going to be honest. And I don't know if we expected it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but but I met some some good people as well. Like I was really lucky, uh, but it was just really crazy, and people were fully focused on football and not much else on that day. Um, in London, what I found was that you know there were quite a lot of people who would say yes to a date, and then when they realised it was on camera, they'd say no. Um, so I think yeah that, yeah. So I think it was a lot of the younger guys, and obviously you know they're really lovely, but too young for me um so Manchester was really really great people were fully on board I met like some really cool guys that I definitely like to go on second dates with and they were just really like they were just up for it they were on board they wanted to have a go and yeah I guess they just were were kind of up for taking a bit of a risk and I appreciate that and I like that so yeah Brighton as well Brighton was the hardest slog to, to even get five dates because we went there. Oh, on really? Bank, yeah, we went there on Bank Holiday Monday, and it was um, it was families, couples, you know, and and there was no single people that mm-hmm. was on even on their own, um, and so, <laughs> so it was just really hard. And we just managed to scrape it in. And actually, one of the guys that I spoke to had a girlfriend. Um, but he was like, well, you know, I saw the set. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he was like, I saw the set. The set looks cute. So, you know, I just wanted to be involved. And my girlfriend won't mind at all. She'll think it's hilarious. Like, she'll know that oh, I'm the kind of person. Oh, that my gosh. Definitely, definitely be involved. And you're like, well, you will mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, kind of missing the point a little bit. Uh, but it's fine. He was he was lovely, though. Yeah. You know, this is the point, I think, is that even if, you know, hopefully I do meet somebody, but, you know, to pursue something serious with. But if not, I've met so many great people. And I think that that, you know, that kind of opportunity to do that was taken away from us for a long period of time. And it's nice to have yeah. that opportunity back. 
Absolutely. Now, so you mentioned uh, previously that you would potentially go on a second date with some of them. Have you actually been on a second date with any of the dates so far? Or can't you tell us yet? (laughs) Yeah. um, No, I haven't been on any second dates, but they will be happening as part of the series. So that's the that's the plan. So all the dates won't just be speed dates because I feel like there's no conclusion there. So we want to like we've got a few more um, locations to go to. So. Um, I think we're going to go to Glasgow because we haven't done Scotland yet. Birmingham. Yay! Um, and, uh, Jane's from Glasgow, as you can you, go. Look, you can tell me where to go, Jane. You can let me know all the spots. Um, I will give you... I will give you a list of places. And you know what? I'm not even just saying this, but you're going to have a great time when you come to Glasgow. Everyone's got great banter. Um, it's going to go well. I feel it. I can feel it. There you go. Maybe I'll find my husband. Maybe that's where he's been hiding out in Glasgow. Yeah, never know. He's Scottish man. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to get all of that done in probably in the next kind of four weeks. Hopefully it will be finished um, with that round. And then we'll start to do the, the second dates and see where they go. So there will definitely be some second dates. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Um, how would you deal with the long distance? Because you're down in London. Is that a problem for you? Is that an issue for you? Or do you reckon with the right person, it wouldn't matter? I just think life's too short to worry about it. If it's the right person, it's not going to matter. Uh, and if it's, you know, if we decide exactly. that it's serious, then we just, one of us is going to have to to make a move at some point. But I think, you know, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've been single for two and a half years. And in that time, I've got really comfortable being by myself and, you know, living my yes. life here with my cat Luna um who's currently staring out the window at the London skyline or a pigeon <laughs> <laughs> I can't be sure which but definitely one of them but um but yeah so it, it, would, <laughs> it would kind of be I think really nice in a way because it's like oh when I do get to see that person I get to you know go on like a trip to see them so I could you know it would be like oh I'm going yeah. away for the weekend so it would be, I guess, a bit more special, maybe, if uh, if that's the way that it, it pans out. And what would you say is, like, your main learning um, points from doing this tour? What have you learned from about yourself? About myself, I think I've learned that I'm a lot more confident now than I've ever been in my life before. Um, I used to be painfully shy, which no one believes, but... Um, I was for a long time <laughs> yeah <laughs> and now I think that yeah I'm just I just don't I just don't not I don't care but I don't care in you know in a positive way so much anymore and that allows me to have conversations with people from you know all different walks of life and just to kind of have fun and I think just that I don't know I just I like people and I've always said that you know from doing the interviews that I've done over the years I've always said it's not necessarily about the music that the people make or, you know, the films they're in or whatever it is that they do. It's just I find people so interesting. Um, and I've just mm-hmm. I guess, got to explore that even more doing these dates. And, yeah, and just I think that I am, I've learned that now I'm in a position where I feel like I do love myself. I, I'm not looking to – I don't need anything from anybody else. So that means that I have, I think, quite a um, definite kind of, uh, I don't know what the, the word, the right words are, but I know what I'm looking for, basically. And so that makes yeah. me quite um, firm with what I want. Yeah. yeah, you've got a secure attachment style. Yes. I'm guessing. 
Yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> just, but it's just knowing what you want, I think, isn't it? Because in the past, you know, I would have made allowances. Or I don't think I even knew what I wanted. I, I just was desperate to be loved by somebody. And I think that place of desperate yeah. is, is not a good place to come from when you're, you know, when you're looking to meet a prospective partner. Um, so I'm glad that I'm through that stage. And now I'm kind of like, you know, if if this is not the kind of person that I want to be with, it's not because they're not a nice person or I don't like them, but they don't have the attributes or they don't share my values, then it's time to keep it moving or this is not the person for me. And I'm okay with that now as well, which is really freeing. Yeah, absolutely. I can totally relate to that as well. I'm kind of similar person to yourself. And I felt like once I kind of let go of trying to please everybody and just just do what you want to do and it's there's nothing wrong with having um certain likes and dislikes you know I feel like a lot of people try and change to be like the person they're trying to date yeah yeah and that's a really risky slippery slope if you do that because you lose yeah. yourself don't you mm-hmm. and and you have to make too many I mean absolutely compromises but sacrificing who you are just because you want someone to love you I, I think that's really unhealthy um talking about interesting people um we basically after asking you to be on the show we did a deep dive into your youtube and you are very very interesting uh what i want to talk about now is your double mastectomy quitting your job and going over to america for nine months like what made you do that so my, I think when I had the preventive double mastectomy, so my mum and sister both died of breast cancer and my sister died uh, 10 years ago, actually, it will be 10 years in January, so just under 10 years ago. And that was a real turning point for me in my life. My life had been really chaotic since my mum's death when I was nine. And when Emily died, my sister, that's when I thought I can't keep living this this craziness anymore and I was you know I had anxiety I was depressed I had eating disorders I was just all over the place so I started to make mm-hmm. some changes then um and I was aware because my sister had been tested for the BRCA1 gene mutation which is a um a cancer causing uh, gene mutation and then they tested me and I had it so I'm aware I was aware that I had it and I knew that the only real preventative measure for me would be to have a um double mastectomy and when I found out, I, I think I was probably about 23 or 24. And I just, I didn't want to. Wow, so young. Yeah, I didn't want to consider it at that time. Um, and then, you know, I, I got a bit older and, and it was it was just that one particular day I was in the bath and I was kind of checking my boobs and I was thinking, oh, that could be a lump. No, that, that could be a lump, but that could be a lump. And I felt myself panic. And mm-hmm. I think that was the point where I just said, I, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to live, you know, with the anxiety or worry, what if, what if. And that was the first time that it ever really impacted me. So literally the same day I called my doctor and within a few weeks I was sitting with a surgeon talking about having the, the operation. Um, and I would just say that it changed how I look at my body and how I view my body. So rather than looking at it as this object that needed to be sexually, you know, attractive to the opposite sex, because I think I've been brought up believing mm-hmm. that's the purpose of me as a female to be attractive and my body needed to be, you know, attractive. I thought it was the most interesting thing about me, the best thing about me. Um, and having, you know, that operation, I'd already started to change a little bit of how I was thinking, but that operation just changed everything for me. 
And I just realized that actually I've got this healthy body that allows me to do every single thing I love to do from, you know, climbing mountains to trying to hug my cat who definitely doesn't like that um, to, you know, <laughs> doing, but doing everything I'm doing. I can only do it because I have this body and that just changed the way I looked at it and made me think, do you know what? I'm, I'm blessed. It's a healthy body. It works. My legs work, my arms work. And I'm just yeah. going to stop putting that pressure on myself and I and I started to always also pick apart all of the societal like beliefs that I'd been given and handed um from you know watching tv shows and magazines and from the general consensus and, and I decided to start questioning those beliefs you know like my beauty is the most important thing or women should be this and women should be that and as I started to question those things that I'd believed for such a long time I realized that none of them were actually true um, and I get to make my own rules. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was like a really liberating time. And the traveling thing is because after I had that operation, I went back to work and I was working for one extra um, as a presenter. I was presenting on BT Sport. And I just found myself thinking, I, I don't even know if I know who I am anymore. I don't know if any of this makes sense anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and if I'm being really honest, and I feel crazy when I say this, and I think people think that maybe I am, but maybe I am, who knows? Um, but a little voice came <laughs> into my head, and the little voice was like, go travel in. And I, at the time, I was 31 years old, and I thought, I've never wanted to put a backpack on my back and go and stay in hostels, you know, and I've never wanted to do that in my whole entire life. Why do I want to do it now? So I was even kind of thinking, what is this crazy little voice that's crept inside my head? but it wouldn't go away. And I had a conversation with somebody who is in the industry and they kind of said to me, Clara, you can't go. It would be crazy to throw away everything you've worked so hard for. And I thought, right, yeah, yeah, they're right. And then I mentioned it to my family and friends and my family and friends were just like, go, you should go. It will be the best thing you ever do. And that was, to me, was the kind of absolutely signpost. They're the people that love me. They're the people that know me. So that was it. I went. I've, I've done the whole backpacking thing and I I can only highly recommend it to people. But, you know, a lot of people are quite scared of it, but it's not until you actually do it and you're like, wow, this is life-changing. Yeah, yeah, really life-changing. One of the best things I've ever done. And the same as you, I would absolutely recommend it to everybody, anybody, no matter what your, your age is. I just think travel is, oh, it is the... Yeah my life force and I just think and did you date when you were abroad did you did you go on any dates um I did go I, do you know what I, I'll be really honest when I when I left to go traveling I'd kind of had quite a chaotic um love life up until the point I left and I was very much I mean I don't know if I fall into the category of someone who you know typically has sex addiction but I would say that I had that because mm. I was so um desperate to be loved and to feel close to somebody and to have affection and the only way I knew how to do that yeah. was to, to have sex with people and so I'd got myself into this kind of cycle where I would ride the high and then as soon as that person was kind of gone or I'd feel really low and sad and then I'd need to find somebody else or so one of the things mm -hmm. when, I, when I went traveling was that I wanted to break that um, habit and that cycle right so there was only one person actually the whole time that I I dated and we traveled for a few months together um and yeah and that person is a, a really lovely person who um yeah 
is a was a French guy, and we still we still follow each other on Instagram and stuff. But that was for me for that yeah. ten months. Actually, I was away, but that was the one person for the whole ten wow. months. Hey everyone, so we're just going to take a little break to talk about a podcast that we'd love to listen to. So, here we go. Don't let a breakup beat you. Use it as a launching point to design the life of your dreams and have fun while you do it. Sometimes you just need a reminder that this too will pass and a little inspiration to get you back on your feet. That's why we are sharing the X-Files podcast with you. The hosts Janice and Claire are both breakup coaches who will show up each week to discuss all things breakup and dating related with a lot of laughs and a little bit of science along the way. Check them out at X-Files with a PH. Wherever you listen to podcasts to help you heal from a past relationship, build confidence and get back out there in a magnetic way, no matter how rough your last relationship was. Now, back to the show. The special guest segment. Lights, camera, action. This is the special guest segment because, hey, who doesn't like to make a guest feel special by giving them their own segment? Just listen and find out. It's great. Now we have the special guest segment. Um, Now we've got two two lots uh, for you. Uh, the first lot, because you are in honor of your around the UK in 80 dates, we have set up a date of you. Three minutes to answer as many questions as you can. Uh, these are based around the 36 questions that lead to love that was posted in the New York Times. So, Jane is going to set a three-minute counter. Yeah. I'm going to read the questions, and we're going to get as, for as many as possible, if you're ready. I'm ready. I love these as well. I've done these 36 questions. I tried to make my ex-boyfriend do them, and he lost interest after about five. And funnily, <laughs> funnily enough, So you should be amazing at it. You should already have the answers. <laughs> yeah, probably I've got them. Yep. Cool. So... Jane, if you want to start the counter at the when I've finished the first question. Perfect. Given the choices of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? How many do I have to choose? Just one. Just one. Frida Kahlo. Okay, good choice. Uh, what is your most treasured memory? My most treasured memory is probably oh it's so difficult this one being in Ibiza with my sister and my brother when we were kids um and there was a a big rainstorm thunderstorm and everyone ran off the beach um and we were back in our kind of apartment with my mum and dad and when we the sun came back out as it does we looked out at the beach and there was loads of lilos abandoned lilos and we just went and gathered them all up (laughs) that was a good day (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing uh would you like to be famous and in what way yeah i would like to be famous i'd like to be like really really famous um and i don't know why part of me wishes that i didn't want to be that but that's just the desire that i have and i i guess that part of me wants to you know get the lessons that i've learned from life to as many people as i possibly can because i really genuinely think that you know people can make their lives completely different by making just a few 
you know changes in their life and and get something completely different and i think everyone should have those tools and those techniques amazing uh what do you value most in friendship in a friendship um in my friendships i think i value com like companionship actually being around people and hanging out with people um honesty i think is a really important thing and laughter as well um and those three things yeah i, I love my friends okay when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else well today actually i sung to someone else and to myself um i interviewed a rapper today with Harden caprio and we sang um Heartbreaker, Mariah Carey Heartbreaker. So we did a bit of a duet. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we only sang the, the chorus and then he thought I got it wrong, but actually I got it right. So it was fine. Um, <laughs> um, if you're able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Hmm... You know what? I'd probably actually say I'd say body because I, my mind as I get older is is getting better and better and better. I don't think I'd want my thirty year old mind back if I'm being honest. So I guess I'd have to go with body mm -hmm. because the the older I get, the more experience. And you've got five seconds left. So. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, what is the you, what is your greatest accomplishment of your life in your life? Being here today. That's it. Just still being here. That's that's a great accomplishment. And to the chat. Where am I? Who are you people? Now it's time just to go back to the chat. So we've finished that little segment and here we go. So sit back, relax and enjoy the chat. I wish I could say that when I went traveling, maybe was way more than one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've made up, so I've done so much, um, you know, in the in the years previous to that, that I needed to have that for myself. I needed to learn how to, yeah. you know, not not try and find fulfillment externally and, and to try and learn how to balance my emotions by myself. Yeah. Yeah. See, it kind of reminds me. I don't know if you've seen the film The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yes, no, I haven't. I haven't. No, it's a Ben Stiller film, and literally, he's living. He works for this magazine, and he does the same thing day in, day out, day in, day out, and then all of a sudden, um, he loses this print, and he goes on an adventure, and his whole world changes. And yeah, it reminds me a lot of that. <laughs> Yeah, it was just, it was the best. Watch the film, definitely. <laughs> I will watch the film. I'll make sure I get it and have a little look. <laughs> so where was your favourite place that you went? Because you left it all in, because it was five years ago now, was it, yeah. that you did this? Yeah, it was five years yeah. ago. And you know what, I started at the, the beginning. I know you had a little look at the YouTube videos, and I'd made quite a lot of YouTube videos when I was in St. Vincent, which is my favorite place in the whole entire world. And one of my best friends lives there. So I started in the Caribbean and then I went over to South America. And what I learned was that it was really difficult to try and travel and find days to edit. And so in the end, I filmed loads of stuff and I've still got it, but I didn't, I didn't end up putting a lot of videos together because I was, I just miss out on traveling. And I just decided actually, no, I'm here to kind of see the world and I need to, 
do that more so than anything else. But I would say I, I love yeah. everywhere. I mean, I was in Rio for Rio Carnival, and I don't think like those memories. Oh were, wow! Yeah, that will stay with me forever. It was incredible. Um, so, but one of the countries I suppose that I felt a real affinity to and loved. I mean, I loved all of them, but Brazil I would definitely go back to. It's a wonderful country, and the other place probably is Colombia, which I, I mean, I was in love with. Mm-hmm the country i just think it's like it has everything because you've got the kind of caribbean coast and it just oh it's so beautiful and i just had some great experiences there and i'm gonna add that to my list yeah you put that on the top right at the top um (laughs) strongly recommend final thoughts This segment is called Final Thoughts, where we've reached the end of the episode and we take a look back at what we've learned, what we're going to take away, or what we just found a little bit funny. Phil, do you want to tell us what your final thought is from today's podcast? My final thought is that sometimes in life that you need to let go of everything and just take a risk. And I think that comes from you, obviously, quitting your job, giving, selling everything and just taking a risk that you did not know what direction that was going to go in. And, you know, um, it's always worth taking a risk in life because you've only got one. And like you say, it's experiences that matter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm very similar with Phil. I just I think you're really inspiring in the fact that you have done really brave things, that you've gone off traveling. You've, you're doing this uh, tour with the, the dates around the UK, and I just think that's a very brave thing, very inspiring, and you're having fun. And that's what you said earlier. It's all about just kind of letting go of your stress and your worries and live your life because that that's the thing. We never know when our life is going to end, and it's just we need to just start living. Yeah, I think that's that's a really important thing to take away. I'm going to take away the fact that Mexico has the uh, largest number of sugar daddies. Um, that's, <laughs> that's going to be stored in my... Uh, yes. my yeah. That's going to be my final thought. But just my final thought is, is thank you for inviting me on here and, and for creating something that where, um, you know, people can be open and honest and, and you know, where we can kind of share our humanness. Because I think, as we said, when we mentioned Instagram, even if just for a moment, sometimes we don't always do that. And, and I think by not always doing that, sometimes we compare ourselves to something that isn't real. So it's important to have things that are real. Yeah. yeah well, thank absolutely. you for coming on because it's amazing. <laughs> and um, if our listeners want to find out more about your story, where can they find you? So I am on every platform as Clara Hermit, apart from Instagram, where I'm at Miss Clara Hermit, because um, I registered Clara Hermit somehow with an email and password that can never, ever, ever be found again. Because trust me, I've tried every single way. (laughs) So, yeah, that's Uh, I think we've all been there. (laughs) Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's a real nightmare. But um, that's That's, the story of Miss that's amazing uh we'll put all of the uh links and handles on our um show show notes uh so yeah and then again thank you very much for coming on the show you've been amazing and just one final goodbye to all our listeners thank you bye bye, bye. 
Thank you for listening. If you want to find out more, you can follow us at Unhinged and Mumbled Up or Swipe Forever After. And if you want to send us an email or check out our website, it is www.uadu.co.uk. Thank you. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.